Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, hey, this is LA. Welcome back. So, going deeper to reach higher. Going deeper to reach higher. Going deeper in God's Word to reach higher in His will. Okay? There's a parable that Jesus uh, that Jesus talks about in Luke chapter 6. It starts with the uh, starts with verse 47 and he's talking to the disciples and he's saying everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them I will show you what he is like he is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock when the floods arose and the stream broke against that house and couldn't shake it, because it had been well built. But the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. And when the stream broke against it, immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. Part of the reason that... Uh, I, I think uh, this particular parable really, really sets off for me is the fact that now a days there's a huge emphasis on knowing stuff. And to be very honest with you, we're not even knowing stuff that well. Biblical literacy is, uh, is pretty low. Right now, uh, once you know, years back, uh, there was a show with Jay Leno, The Tonight Show, in the U.S., and uh, I didn't watch it very often. But in this particular segment, uh, he would ask, he went to the street and he had a little segment he called Man on the Street, and he would go around and he would ask people biblical questions in this one segment. And there was biblical questions, you know, who was Moses and Noah and stuff like that. And just the general knowledge was just scary. Some of the stuff that people, you know, had to say. Now, of course, this was just your general, you know, person off of the street, which is, and, you know, I don't know uh, how many questions he actually asked people but some of it just kind of gave you the impression that wow uh, you know people aren't uh, really catching the Bible very hard so the you know at the time I just kind of thought oh no that's you know crazy you know TV show and then uh, some surveys started coming out from Barna and Pew Research it talked about how biblical literacy was just really low. As a matter of fact, 
uh, a uh, in the U.S. anyway, a friend of mine was who had been teaching for 16 years in uh, public school in Texas said, uh, forget, you know, well, I mean, don't forget biblical literacy, but this general literacy is really, really low. People are just not reading stuff, and they're not checking anything out. So uh, that kind of spooked me some because... The if the emphasis that we keep giving, and by by we I mean Protestant evangelical ministers keep giving people is you got to know you got to know you know we we ask people do you know Jesus do you know Jesus but no we don't but I think there's a disconnect because we ask people if they know Jesus but what we mean is do you have a relationship with Jesus but. It seems like most people take that to mean, do you know of Jesus? Well, there are a lot of people who know of Jesus. Satan knows of Jesus. The demons know of Jesus. Uh, and to be quite honest with you, if you look into the Gospels, you'll see that uh, the interactions Jesus had with Satan, uh, he was able to come off with a lot of scripture. So he, I mean, you know, left and right, he's taking scripture, right? And he's giving it a half, twi a half twist. He's not quoting it correctly. But he knows the verse. He knows it. So, so here's the lesson in that. Uh, number one, we have to know the scripture better than the devil. I mean, you just do. And that seems like a crazy idea. It shouldn't. But people are like, I don't understand. You know, the devil's been around, you know, millennia. Well, then I guess we need to work a little harder then, I guess. I don't know. But here's the thing. It's not just the knowledge. When we say, do you know Jesus? We mean, do you have a personal relationship with him is the Spirit of God working in your life? Is there a communication, a relationship going on with you and the living God? That's what people are really mean, but we don't really clarify that. And most of the time we emphasize the knowledge aspect. Oh, let's gather knowledge. It, it doesn't matter how many seminary degrees you might have if you don't have a relationship with the person who wrote the Bible. That's the kicker. Now, interesting, uh, in Hebrews, Hebrews 5.12, uh, and by the way, Hebrews was a sermon that was written down, they believe, and I, the way it's constructed and everything, but it, it just lends itself to that. I believe the scholars when they say, "Hey, this looks like a sermon," but here's what here's what the the uh, here's what the uh, the minister in Hebrews was sharing. He said. Uh, and he's, this is a warning against 
falling away. Let's start in Hebrews 5.11. He says, about this, we have much to say about falling away with apostasy, and it is hard to explain since you've become dull of hearing. Ouch. So basically he's saying, uh, okay, you guys, you're not tuning in when we give you the word. Uh, sounds familiar, right? Sometimes. And then he, he goes on to say in 5.12, For though by this time you ought to be teachers, but you need someone to teach you again the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food. For Everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he's a child. So here's the question. How many people are unskilled in the word of God? Now, there is a trap. And let me, uh, let me throw it to you this way because I've seen it been in it, been bit by it. And the trap is this. There are people, or, uh, and these are believers, that don't want to mature. They just don't want to. Why? Because, actually, of the... Uh, the warning that teachers, you know, have a uh, higher responsibility. Because the more you progress in your walk and relationship with Jesus, the more, you know, you're, people, you know they're thinking, the more he's going to want of me. And then that's going to take time away from the stuff I like and that's fun. And... So again, we're back to this idea that God's, you know, and Jesus is the cosmic killjoy. You know, uh, oh man, he's going to have me doing a bunch of junk, you know, it's going to be horrible. And I'm going to hate it. No, it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way at all. Because nobody ever gives God a chance at it. But here's what people will do. They'll, they'll... They'll willfully sin and then come back and willfully sin and come back, willfully sin and come back, willfully sin and come back, you know, and do the repentance thing, right? Back and forth. And by the way, repentance is supposed to be a process where you stop sinning and you end up, you know, checking off the box on, okay, I don't do that sin anymore. You know, let me work on this next one. Okay, that's the concept. But. But what they'll do is they'll purposefully sabotage their spiritual life to keep themselves from growing. Why? Because, again, they think, well, it's going to take away from all my fun, my, you know, my private time and all this stuff. I don't have time for all this. And that's a dangerous attitude. And... This is the issue that the uh, minister who is in, you know, there's speculations about who actually, you know, uh, presented the book of Hebrews, but that minister, that's the problem he was having with that group. And Here's what's kind of extra scary. 
In the New Testament, the group that had the most problem with immaturity were the Corinthians. But that's because Corinthians was like, Corinth in the ancient days was like, uh, like Amsterdam and Las Vegas in New York wrapped up into one crazy place. And if you could throw Port Royal from the, from the old pirate days in there and mix that in, that's what it was. It was crazy off the chain for any carnal thing you wanted to do. So the issue was, uh, you know, if if you wanted to sit, if you want to sit in the flesh, then then that's you know, was the place. So it was really a struggle getting those people to turn loose of some of that stuff that was just just messing up their total spiritual lives. But in Hebrews, you know, he's he's trying to be. <laughs> He's trying to let people know, look, here's the thing. Every one of us ought to be teachers. Think about it. Every Christian, every believer in Jesus should be growing to the point where they are a teacher. Where they become a rabbi to someone. The churches should be seminaries. Every church, no matter how small, should be a seminary for believers where you can come and learn to mature in the Word of God. Because that's the primary focus. All the other things, you know, and believe me, I'm, you know, I, I led music for years. The music's, now I'm not downgrading that as an importance. But you have to get to the word because that's that's the core. That's the core. Now here's the complication: if you stay and willfully ignorant, I mean, if if you just choose to and say, "Okay, I'm going to sabotage my spiritual life, and so I can stay in this and just live in this stuff." Part of that has to do with the Second Peter principle, and that Second Peter two one. Peter is sharing with this group that he says, "But false prophets also arose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you." who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their sensuality, and because of them the way of truth will be blasphemed. And in their greed they will exploit you with false words and their condemnation from long ago is not idle and their destruction is not asleep. So, bottom line. You can't tell a false prophet, a false teacher, without a deeper knowledge of the word. And you can't reach higher without going deeper into the word of God. 
you can't reach higher until you go deeper. Why is that? Because your house will fall over. If you're going to have a skyscraper, you have to go to bedrock. They have to go deep into the earth to get a skyscraper up. Because the foundation has to be that much stronger. So if you want to reach high, and you really want to soar, and you want to stand tall, and you want to hold up Christ as tall and high as you can in your life, you have to go deeper into the Word of God. And if your pastor is not helping you do that, then I don't know what to tell you. Because that's their primary function. Then either help them help you, admonish them to help you, or find another pastor or another church that supports a pastor that will teach you. Because that's what a pastor is supposed to be doing. If they have the title pastor on them, that's what they're supposed to be doing. They may be educating you, you know, through Sunday school, through the sermons, through the music. There's many ways to, to learn. But the rule is to reach higher, you have to grow. You have to go deeper. And you have to sink your uh, foundation all the way to bedrock, all the way to the rock, the rock of ages, right? Yeah. So, with that in mind, don't cheat yourself. And I'm not suggesting, you know, that people start accosting the pastor and, and, and so forth. I'm only suggesting this ask yourself some questions ask the pastor some questions and ask the church some questions if you have to but bottom line you got to grow to go to grow and you got to go deep to reach high so with that in mind with that in mind i want to encourage you Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. If you would like to support this ministry, then please go to Patreon under L.A. Blackburn. May God bless every effort you make to do His will in His Word.